Rain on the top was short like leprechauns as I crush so-called willies, thugs, and rapidons. Uh, get in that ass, quick, fast, like Ramadan. It's that rap phenomenon, Don Dada. Fuck Papa, you got to call me Francis M.H. White intake like totes, tote iron. Was told in shootouts, stay low and keep firing. Welcome to Monday Mixtape. On this episode, we're serving up some beef. This mixtape is devoted to songs where artists diss other artists. Whether they be devoted to artistic rivals, former bandmates, or cruel exes, these tracks bring the heat. You just heard Kick in the Door by the Notorious B.I.G. Biggie allegedly takes shots at some of the biggest names in 90s rap. Tupac, Nas, Jeru the Damaja, as well as the Wu-Tang Clan's Ghostface Killa and Raekwon are some of the artists that the track supposedly disses. Biggie states that he will end the careers of anyone who messes with him and calls himself the King of New York. With a flow that tight and with a beat as ominous as Kickin' the Doors, it's hard to disagree. Kickin' the Door is one of the most ferocious diss records in rap history, and few can top its clever wordplay. Sometimes you need to stand up for yourself. Kathleen Hanna did just that on her band with Tigra's Decepticon. The song attacks the punk band NoFX who claimed that Hannah hated men. Hannah, a fiery feminist, did not take that insult lying down. Decepticon criticizes people who wish that her music was less political and who want women to just make shallow pop music. Hannah also references the No FX song, Linoleum, right before Hannah promises to block over them. For a song that decries the idiocy of boneheaded punk rockers, it's also a really catchy tune that mixes dance beats with the aggression of hardcore punk. David Bowie to devote one of his most intricate songs to accusing up-and-coming musicians of ripping him off. Teenage Wildlife is specifically aimed at Gary Newman, one of the fathers of synth-pop. Bowie believed Newman and his ilk owed a great debt to his classic albums, and androgynous persona, calling them the same old song in brand new drag. Bowie also attacks their obsession with technology and their dependency on record labels. In the end, Bowie boasts that he is not some flash-in-the-pan youngster. The song may be filled with vicious lyrics, but the layered guitar work of Roger Fripp, Chuck Hammer, and Carlos Alomar create a sense of grandness, fitting of the legend that Bowie claims he is. What happens when the biggest songwriting duo in the history of popular music have a falling out? The answer, of course, is some great musical burns. John Lennon pulls no punches in How Do You Sleep, a cutting track directed at his former co-Beatle, Paul McCartney. Lennon recorded the song because he felt that McCartney subliminally attacked him on the album, Ram. 
Lennon's jabs are much more explicit. The song makes plenty of references to some of McCartney's classic Beatles tunes, such as Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and Yesterday. Lennon calls McCartney a sellout who surrounds himself with yes-men. He goes so far as to compare his former bandmates' music to elevator music. A bluesy guitar accompanies Lennon's snide lyrics and adds an additional harshness to the track. You wanna be Jay-Z nigga, you just a fucking puck. Gary boys ain't about talking, so bitch, I had to show you. Don't make me expose you to those that don't know you. Man, he say to the realest nigga in it, motherfucker, check it. But bro said you scared to drop a dish record. No nuts, got the whole team looking weak. Guess that's why they ran up on you at the BZ. One of the most potent diss records in modern hip-hop comes from rapper Freddie Gibbs' collaborative album with the acclaimed producer Mad Lib. Real eviscerates young Jeezy, the head of Gibbs's former record label. Angry that Jeezy's CTE label mismanaged him, Gibbs unleashes a verbal smackdown reminiscent of the 90s rappers that influenced him. Gibbs claims that Jeezy lied about his street cred and is actually a coward and a failed businessman. Madlib provides his trademark wonky production but adds some grit to match Gibbs's tough persona. Tracks like Real demonstrate that hip-hop's competitive spirit has survived three decades after its formation. Making your former lover sing backup vocals on a track that drags them is one of the pettiest things a musician can do. Lindsey Buckingham did just that to Stevie Nicks on the Fleetwood Mac track, Go Your Own Way. A classic rock staple, Go Your Own Way describes the bandmate's complicated relationship. Buckingham alleges that Nicks refused his love and instead packed up and shacked up with other men. The chorus of the song tells Nyx to split up with him if she won't accept his love. The album that the song came from, Rumors, was recorded at a time of romantic strife for everyone in the band. While Nyx told her version of the breakup on other songs, Go Your Own Way is the most bitter track. Propelled by Buckingham's guitar playing, Go Your Own Way is a jam that will make you never want to date a rock star. Another breakup anthem, Lauren Hill's X Factor, has been interpreted as an indictment of her former bandmate Wyclef Jean's treatment of her. After releasing the classic album The Score, their hip-hop group, the Fugees, broke up due to conflicts within the group. X Factor illuminates how vicious these conflicts were. Jean comes off as an emotionally distant lover who panicked whenever Hill considered leaving him. The track's outro reflects how Jean's manipulative behavior hurt Hill and left her conflicted about her feelings. Hill never released another studio album after her solo debut, and her behavior became the subject of much media scrutiny, but beautiful songs like X Factor helped that album. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill gained stature as a masterpiece. Wycliffe John, on the other hand, was accused of pocketing funds from his Haitian charity. So maybe Hill was right about him. And that's all for Monday Mixtape. 
this week's playlist will be available on Spotify at Monday Mixtape. Make sure to subscribe to Monday Mixtape on Apple Podcasts so you get a notification every time we post a new episode. I promise next week's episode won't be as neat. Until next time, I'm Marco Cotolano. You said you're not gonna give to me, give to me. Why won't you live for me?